Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You're listening to Just Another Fanboy, and this is episode number 300. And, you know, I think a lot of podcasters, when they hit a landmark goal, a landmark episode, like episode 300, the the urge there is to try and create an episode that is full of celebration and pomp and and, and just, you know, sparkly explosions and all that. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not going to do any of that. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not making this thing any more special than it, than it already is. You know, it's just going to be your same basic episode of just another fanboy, And that's, that's something you can take to the bank folks. I'm not one to overindulge and, uh, celebrate and that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, you're not going to get any of that crap here today. I mean, that is except for this four minute long introduction. Enjoy. Nothing I'm really telling you is important. This is not an important podcast. Well, of course, we've got to talk about just another fanboy because it was the most important podcast in all of human history. history. I was there. I was there from the beginning. I was part of something important. Well, prepare to be disappointed because this show is not at all important. Important, important, important. I can't remember the tangent I was going on earlier when I stopped. It doesn't really matter. Matter, matter, matter. Just Another Fanboy is going to be a celebration of, of just stuff I love. If you like this... Great, because I've got a lot of it. What up, fanatics? Welcome to the show. Let's all hug and form a drum circle. Somebody peed on my van. That happened once. Everything's kind of cloudy, you know? That's just the way things are. They're cloudy. My brain doesn't... My brain doesn't quite work the way it used to, and the way it used to work wasn't really all that good to begin with. 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 
and welcome to the wonderful world of... <laughs> Wait, what? You know who you are? Even Steven. Wait. I am Steven. Steven is my name. It is I, his chronicler, who knows well his saga. Now, let me tell you of the days of high adventure. senator, while insisting he was not intoxicated, could not explain his nudity. Baby, if you've ever wondered, wondered whatever became of me, I'm living on the air in... There it is! I apologize for that, but I think you'll find this a bit more interesting. Hello and welcome to episode number 300 of Just Another Fanboy, the podcast that makes you believe that this super long, self-indulgent introduction is finally over, and then it pulls the rug out from under you. The podcast that fears nothing more than the evil that is known as halitosis. The podcast that doesn't pick up the phone, so stop calling. The podcast with those old man eyebrows that are really getting out of control. The podcast built on peanut butter and old stale smelling issues of comic books. The podcast that wears its underwear outside of its pants. The podcast with but one agenda. The total and complete domination of the entire globe. The podcast that struggles to be funny but typically fails nine times out of ten. The podcast that has to pee, like, a lot. The podcast that probably went three minutes and 30 seconds too long with its introduction. And some might argue that the podcast itself might be a little much, but, you know, they're just jealous. That's what I say. Hey, I'm your host. My name is Steven. And uh, I got, I don't know, I want to say I got a lot to cover today, but uh, the main reason we're here before we get into anything else is to talk about G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero, issue number 300. I've tried to, uh, you know, I think with with, uh, episode number 100, I talked about Action Comics, issue number 100. With issue number 200, I talked about The Amazing Spider-Man, issue number 200. And it just made sense, 300 episodes in, to talk about this landmark G.I. Joe issue because... G.I. Joe was was my gateway. They were my uh, my gateway comic. The the first comic that I ever owned for myself was an issue of G.I. Joe. I'm very fuzzy about which issue it was. Uh, whenever I am looking at old covers, issue number 25 is the one that immediately strikes a chord with me. And so that's the one I've always claimed as the first comic that I ever owned, bought for me by my father at Quality Comics in Lawrence, Kansas. Unfortunately, that store no longer exists, but I just felt it serendipitous with issue 300 of G.I. Joe, a real American hero coming out 
around the time that I was going to do an episode 300 that I just, I just talk about that one. But I do want to clarify here real quick. When we're talking about 300 episodes of just another fanboy, you know, if you go out, for example, if right now I go over to my podcasting service, the place where I host just another fanboy, it's going to tell you that there are 318 episodes on the feed. Now that includes trailers and bonus episodes. And most of those bonus episodes featured content from other episodes. So I, I, I mean, I consider them bonus episodes. I don't consider them actual uh, numbered episodes. However, there is one episode in there. It's one I did between seasons two and three. It was released on June 26th, 2020. Uh, I released it as a bonus episode between episodes 105 and 106, but it was all new content. And I probably should count that as part of my numbered episodes, but I'm not sure why I don't. I just don't because it's a it's it's a bonus episode, so it's not it's not numbered. And that was my uh my Black Lives Matter episode, if you want to go check that out. But I also want to clarify that this version of Just Another Fanboy that you're that you're listening to right now, the first episode of which released on August 13th, 2019, this is the second version of Just Another Fanboy. Uh, the original podcast was released uh, starting, well, the first episode was out on August 29th, 2006, and it ran for, I don't know, maybe three years. And there were a total of 131 episodes released back then. Now, I'm not counting those as part of my 300, not all of them anyway, because I've been re-releasing them as part of this new uh, you know, just another fanboy volume two. And I've been re-releasing them as the JAF classic episodes. And so far I've released 32 of those. So as part of your previous 299 episodes that I've done, uh, 32 of them have been episodes I recorded back in 2006, 2007. And that means I've got about what, 99 more? that I need to uh, eventually put in here. I mean, really, if you look at the full feed, you got 318 episodes plus the 99 that I haven't released yet. And uh, frankly, not to, not to toot my own horn, but if I look at everything that I have recorded since I've come back to podcasting, uh, I'm sitting on about 400 and, hmm, let's see, 492 that's uh that's something to uh keep an eye on because uh I'd like to maybe give a little shout out when I hit 500 episodes of podcasts recorded. That would be kind of fun. Anyway, just wanted to clarify that. So let's get into GI Joe a Real American Hero issue number 300. This was published by IDW on November 23rd, 2022. It was written by Larry Hama. The artist was SL Gallant, inks by Maria Keen. The colorist was J Brown. The letterer was Neil Utake. I know I, I honestly have no idea if I'm pronouncing that right. I always like to try to go out and find uh, videos or audio of somebody saying that name, preferably the creator themselves, so I can make sure that I have it correct. But uh, didn't have a lot of time, and the, the 
the the little bit of time I did have, I, I couldn't find anything out there where somebody was saying their name. Uh, I'll spell it for you. U-Y-E-T-A-K-E. But yeah, I try to get the names right, but I don't always succeed if I can't find the actual uh, way to pronounce it online beforehand. So if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that I have been going through the the old issues of G.I. Joe. Uh, I believe I'm up to, I think I've done nine issues, the first nine issues so far of G.I. Joe. And most of those uh, were written by Larry Hama uh, back when G.I. Joe was part of Marvel Comics. And uh, he handled the writing chores on a bulk of those comics. Um, G.I. Joe, a real American hero. And uh, I don't know exactly how many. I know that of the nine I have reread so far, he has probably written seven of those, maybe eight. Uh, so I know that he has written 95, 96, 97%, 98% of those that were uh, released through Marvel. When Marvel lost the license, G.I. Joe uh, went through a couple of different publishers. I know that they were at Devil's Due for a while, uh, but they wound up at IDW. And IDW started, well, they continued with G.I. Joe, a real American hero, with the numbering that started with Marvel Comics. Uh, I'm not sure. I, 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 I didn't. <laughs> stuttering like a stutterer. Uh, I didn't do any research as far as how many issues were through Marvel Comics and then what number IDW picked up on. And I don't think they did any of those through any of the other publishers. I, I feel like, and I might be wrong, and usually I am, but I feel like it was IDW that decided to continue on with the storyline that Larry Hama had uh, created for the Marvel Comics version when when they owned the license. And so I I, I think that's pretty cool. And uh, so he came on board to IDW and he wrote, you know, the other, the back half of that run, because I, I feel like it was over 100 issues with Marvel. And uh, with this issue number 300, this is actually the final IDW issue of G.I. Joe. They They will no longer continue with that license. Uh, it's going, they're moving on to another publisher. I'm not sure who that is at this point. We'll talk about that a bit more here in a bit. But because I have never finished the Marvel run of A Real American Hero, and I didn't start up with the IDW run of A Real American Hero when they took over the property, um, I didn't want to just jump into issue number 300 without any kind of idea of what may have been going on leading up to that issue. And frankly, after reading it, I'm kind of happy that I made that decision. And I struggled for a couple of weeks trying to decide where to start. And uh, at one point, I even toyed with the idea, you know, well, I'm nine issues in to uh, the Marvel run. Maybe I'll just read all 300. Uh, but after doing some math, I realized that I, but by the time I, I had thought of that idea, Doing some math, I realized I was going to have to read like 12 issues a day uh, just to get to 300 uh, in, in time to uh, record this episode. So I, I didn't I didn't do that. And instead, I started with uh, issue number 291, which still wasn't quite, uh, you know, I still kind of jumped into because um, it's 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 one ongoing storyline. So there were a lot of things that were going on that I was unaware of going into this arc uh, called High Stakes. And uh, 
basically between issues 291 to 300, there were two different story arcs, high stakes and then all in. And uh, I don't know, I just decided 291, this, the, the second to the last story arc was where I was going to start. And so as I, I just want you all to keep in mind that as I'm talking about issue 300, uh, first off, I didn't take any notes. This is literally going to be off the top of my head, what I remember from the issue. And because of that, a lot of what might have happened between 291 and 299 is going to creep into this conversation because I honestly, at this point, don't remember where in the storyline issue 300 picks up. But here's what I do remember. And uh, I'll say that a, a couple of things that I was unaware of going into this was that Snake Eyes, the the character of Snake Eyes, and, and uh, I guess I'll tell you right now, spoilers, if you have not read most of these books, uh, most of this run, and are planning to at some point, spoilers, okay? That's your warning. That is your spoiler warning. Come at me if you want to, but I'm just going to ignore you. I tend not to pay attention to emails or phone calls or anything like that, even though I tell you to email me and call the voice line and stuff. Uh, I don't know. I see that stuff. That's a lie. I see everything. I obsess on it. But uh, so don't come at me. I don't want I don't want my heart broken. Anyway, Snake Eyes died at some point during the run of this title. And there were right away when I started in with issue uh, 291, I'll say that there were immediately callbacks to uh, some of these old issues of G.I. Joe that I've been recently reading. And and I know that I said that I've only read nine issues. That's a lie. Uh, I, I've only recorded nine episodes talking about the first nine issues. I believe that I, uh, I'm i up to, I know I'm past issue number 25 at this point. I might be in the 30s. I just, I just haven't recorded any episodes about them yet. And I, I will, but there were some callbacks to some of those issues within the first 30 issues. Uh, more, most specifically, the issue that deals with Snake Eyes' quote-unquote origin story. And, uh, but we learn here, you know, you, I learned, uh, right away that Snake Eyes is dead. Um, there was a, a moment within the first 20 issues where Snake Eyes is captured by a, a guy named Dr. Venom who works for Cobra. This might even be within the first 10 or 15 issues. And he's hooked up to like a brain scanner and Dr. Venom is trying to get the low, the, the location of the secret GI Joe headquarters from, from snake eyes. And he's using this brain wave scanner thing to do it, to, 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 to pull out all of snake eyes, all of his memories. And he can view all the memories on a screen. And he's hoping to basically comb through his memories to find where the, the secret GI Joe base is hidden. He never does, but we learn or I learn, everybody who reads this for the first time learns that uh, there was a copy made of whatever Dr. Venom had pulled out of Snake Eyes, out, out of his brain, out of his mind, his, his memories, his, his persona, who Snake Eyes was. And that was placed into a guy named, uh, 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 some other guy who, who is now a member of G.I. Joe and who is the new Snake Eyes. And his name is Sean, uh, Sean Connor. Sean O'Connor, something like that. And uh, there's also a woman who apparently at some point, she was also a member of G.I. Joe and still is. And she at some point got hooked into this brain scanner and she got all of uh, the memories of Snake Eyes pumped into her brain 
So while she's while she is not Snake Eyes, she she doesn't have his persona. Uh, she has all his memories. They flood into her mind often and and uh, uh, cause flashbacks uh, to to incapacitate her at times. And she wears a, a uniform that's very similar to Snake Eyes. She's like the female Snake Eyes. So basically, they have two Snake Eyes on their team. Uh, I also learned uh, as I jumped into uh, this this first storyline. High stakes. Cobra has opened a casino or they're, they're building, they're, they're, they're readying a launch of a casino on Cobra Island. So Cobra apparently at some point has gone semi legit, I guess, in the eyes of the public so that they are able to open a, a tourist destination on their, on their, their island. And, uh, not really sure what that was about. I, I tried to, you know, once I learned that going into high stakes that it was going to be dealing with this uh casino operation that it's it's building on Cobra Island I wanted to see where that started and uh, I couldn't figure it out I couldn't you know I I didn't try too hard because you know me I don't like to overexert myself too much and get a little exhausted in the brain area so I just you know I said you know what forget it I'm just going to start with 291 and that's what I did uh but Dr Mindbender with the help, uh, he's got kind of a, a, a crimson guard, a female crimson guard uh, assistant who at one point, apparently her life was saved by the new Snake Eyes, Sean, Sean Snake Eyes, Snake Eyes, Sean, whatever you want to call him. She's helping him establish this new lab underneath the casino on Cobra Island. He is uh, trying to recreate the Serpentor uh, experiment. Uh, he's realized where he went wrong with Serpentor and is trying to, uh, create a new, basically a new version. He's, he's gotten some DNA from other, like, uh, like Genghis Khan and, and other, uh, big military dictator, leader, conqueror types. Uh, I think Sun Tzu is in there somewhere. And his, his goal ultimately is to, uh, capture snake eyes they have no idea that the original apparently cobra has no idea that the original snake eyes is dead and that this new guy is is not the original snake eyes uh but they want to capture him and plug him into the brainwave scanner and pull out you know basically make a clone of him that they can control and have their own army of snake eyes soldiers uh working for cobra in the meantime and again this is all gonna i i this is all going to meld together. Everything from 291 to the end of issue 300, it's, it's all going to kind of meld together. So please keep that in mind. But at some point, he has, Dr. Mindbender has started uh, what he, they call a humun humunculus of um, Genghis Khan in one of these big tubes in the lab. And as a small covert team of Joes infiltrate the island, to pose as, you know, customers at the casino just to kind of poke around and see if they can uncover what G.I. Joe is really up to. As, as, as this is happening, this uh, clone of Genghis Khan is starting to, it's, it's already fully formed and it's starting to wake up. And so the, the, the Joes that are on the island, uh, Scarlet is, is one of them. Jinx is one of them. Uh, a couple others whose names I, I've, I, I had never heard before, you know, new Joes and whatnot. They, they eventually at some point, I think the, the idea here was to get all the Joes 
show up at some point during these two storylines. And I don't know if they pulled that off because I don't know who's still considered, you know, who's alive and who's not, because this is one of those books that if they, you know, they kill people off and then they're no longer in the book anymore. So there were a ton that I didn't run across at all in this story. So I don't know what that means. I don't know if the the idea of every Joe uh, appearing at some point in the storyline was just something that 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 I dreamed wasn't really something that was going to happen, or if uh, every Joe that didn't show up is actually dead, and that's why they weren't here. And that that's a, there's a lot of them that didn't show up in this 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 uh, these two storylines. But in the end, what we have here is is uh, the, the Joes um, infiltrating. The casino because the the covert team is trapped and at one point Sh- Snake Eyes Sean and 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 Snake Eyes whatever her name is they get captured Dawn I think it is I think it's Dawn Sean and Dawn they're both captured because Doctor Mindbender seems sees Snake Eyes and he's like ha ha now's my chance I don't wear a shirt but I wear a cape and so now's my chance to to create my Cobra clone army of Snake Eyes and. And you can't trust a guy who who doesn't wear a shirt. He just wears a cape. That and he's got a monocle. You just can't trust a guy like that. And uh frankly, I don't I don't understand anybody who doesn't just wear a shirt. I just don't get that. He's got like these big metal suspenders on that hold up his pants. And I guess that's what his cape is attached to, but otherwise no shirt. And I just I just uh I just don't get that. I don't, I, you can't trust that in a person. But Genghis Khan uh comes to life the the clone breaks out of his tube and he is then put in charge of cobra and uh i'd like to tell you how it ends but uh issue 300 the final issue of gi joe a real american hero as published by idw ends on a cliffhanger i can't you know i can't tell you how uh freaking upset i was at that because i went into this issue thinking all right this is it I know that G.I. Joe is going to another publisher, but I, I didn't know that they were going to continue this storyline through another publisher, but that's that's what they were doing. So, yeah, it ended in a cliffhanger and um, was not too happy about that. Basically, after uh, Genghis Khan, uh, his clone comes to life and we learn that Dr. Mindbender has, you know, put into his brain uh, knowledge of modern weaponry and modern politics and what's going on in the world and all that. He, uh, he, at one point he sees, uh, as, as, uh, Genghis Khan is walking around through the, the Cobra casino. Uh, he sees a display set up with Serpentor's armor. So I'm assuming Serpentor is dead and he breaks open the display and puts the, the Serpentor armor on and tells them from now on to call him Serpentor Khan. And uh, he looks fairly ridiculous. I mean, the armor was always uh, ridiculous looking in the first place because it was, you know, basically a big golden cobra. Uh, But for some reason, Genghis Khan, with this long hair coming out of the helmet, just looks even more ridiculous. And uh, Cobra Commander is uh, out on the the casino floor, uh, hobnobbing with all the the customers. He's he's fairly um, useless. And these two storylines, you know, Cobra Commander has always been a fairly useless guy, uh, but it, it's they, they've really turned him into at least with these final nine issues or so. They've really made him a uh, or ten issues. Uh, they've really he just he's just really kind of a joke 
at this point. He's in his full armor out there, hobnobbing with the customers, telling them about the buffet, giving them coupons and stuff like that, you know, acting like somebody who owns a casino would act. Uh, He gets his butt kicked by Sepentor Khan and uh, Storm Shadow shows up at one point. Sean's dad, who uh, is old friends with Storm Shadow and because Storm Shadow and Stalker and Snake Eyes used to be on the same uh, in the same unit in Vietnam. And apparently Sean's dad was a part of that as well. He shows up at one point to help them fight. And uh, Sepentor Khan is talking to Dr. Mindbender and he goes, all right, well, show me what you're working on. Show me some of the new stuff that 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 you're working on and some weapons and, and stuff. And the only thing that Dr. Mindbender shows him is a, a bomb that basically turns uh, everybody into zombies. And uh, it's kind of like it's a doomsday weapon. It's a Hail Mary last ditch. You know, this is you never want to. We're not just going to use this unless there's no other option left to us. It's either turn the entire world into zombies uh, or we all die. One of the two, you know, everybody in Cobra is dead or everybody in America in the world are zombies and we just kind of run the place now. But everybody's zombies. You know, it's not really a it's not really a win win situation you know it's like yay cobra is triumphant but you know what are they running uh, a world of zombies so big deal uh why he would create this i don't know but the moment it was introduced in the comic you knew serpentor khan was gonna want to light that candle you know and sure enough as uh gi joe is is, is about to win the day serpentor khan is gonna detonate the zombie bomb and that's, if I remember, that's how it ends. You know, what's going to happen? I don't know. Because I don't even know who this, who's, who's getting this book and when it's coming out. And I have to assume, I would have to assume that whoever is getting the G.I. Joe license, and I'm sure it's out there. I, I'm sure it's been announced. I just haven't seen it. You know, if you know, let me know. But whoever's getting it has uh, obviously agreed to bring Larry Hama on board with them and to continue the real American hero storyline. Otherwise, they wouldn't have ended this on a cliffhanger. Uh, they would have ended the story. But the fact that they, they ended it the way it is tells me it's going to go on somewhere else. And, you know, IDW had basically, uh, ultimately, two G.I. Joe books. There was the, the new continuity that they created when they got the license. So they launched uh, uh, an all-new G.I. Joe universe with a book just called G.I. Joe, which I've never read. And then they continued the real American hero storyline for Marvel Comics, which, again, I thought was pretty cool. They also did a really awesome miniseries called like Saturday Morning Cartoons, G.I. Joe, which was basically the the uh, the animated series, which was actually not on on Saturday mornings. It was on uh, after school. So I don't know why they called it Saturday Morning Cartoons, but that was a great miniseries. And, and I hope whoever whoever's getting this G.I. Joe license continues with that. And I hope they they buy up all the other, you know, freaking Silverhawks and Mask and Transformers and Galaxy Rangers and all that. And they they do these kind of books for them because it was it was pretty cool. But yeah, that was uh, that was G.I. Joe. That was my experience. I thought there was going to be, uh, you know, a much bigger talk. But in the end, you know, it was just Cobra's uh, launched a, a casino on Cobra Island. Uh, Genghis Khan. It now runs Cobra as a Pentor Khan. 
and they're about to turn the world into zombies. And then it, and then it's over, <laughs> you know, it was fun. Don't get me wrong. I had a really good time with it. Uh, I should also mention that if you have, you know, if you know, GI Joe, if, if, especially if you watch the cartoon after school every day of the week, like I did, you know about the bats and I don't remember what bats stands for. It's an acronym, B-A-T-S. They were robot Cobra soldiers. Well, there's a new version, uh, an upgrade here that's, that, uh, is in this, these two storylines that, um, they're all female. They all look the same and they are basically running all the operations of the casino. They're dealers and waitresses and cooks and all that. Uh, but they are not designed and created by Cobra, some other company, uh, Revanche. I, I don't know how you pronounce it. Uh, I'm assuming it's supposed to sound a bit like revenge because that's what I thought of when I saw it. But so that there, there's all this stuff that's happening, you know, and GI Joe and the, the covert team gets into the casino and they get discovered by these, these, uh, these new upgraded bat robot things. And they have to fight a bunch of them down in the, in the bowels of the casino and, and back in the employee only areas and stuff. And, um, the whole time there's this, uh, setup back at corporate headquarters of Revanche or whoever it is that, that, uh, has built these things. And we learn that everything there is AI. There's this big, weird looking, uh, weird looking freaking robot with like a uh, robot dreads coming out of its head that, uh, is in control. And they, I don't know if they want to take over Cobra or not, but they, they seem to be not allied with Cobra, but at the same time, they're obviously enemies of G.I. Joe. And so uh, at some point, and I think that's how, if I remember correctly, that's how G.I. Joe kind of gets the upper hand because most, you know, there, there, there are a lot of Cobra soldiers there. And, and, and over the years, they've created more than just your basic blue Cobra soldier with the black mask on. And they have like the Crimson Guards, Techno Vipers and Alley Vipers and and uh, just all kinds of different freaking Cobra soldiers. And they're all there. There's a, there's a big contingent of them that the Joes are fighting. But it seems like that most of the opposing force that Joe, the Joes were going up against were these bat, female bat robot soldiers who all looked rather silly going into combat because, they again, they, they were all the same woman with uh, shoulder-length black hair and blue skirts and white button-up shirts on, you know, looking like waitresses and whatnot. They were basically wearing the casino uniforms. Uh, so that was kind of silly. But at one point, the uh, whatever freaking robot general president, CEO, whoever this is that is running the corporation of artificially intelligent uh, Cobra soldiers, it recalls all of the bats back you know, pulls them all out. And that's when G.I. Joe gets the upper hand. And that's when Serpentor, I always say his name wrong, Serpentor Khan decides that the only thing they can do is blow up that freaking bomb. And, you know, at one point, and when, when he says he, that they're going to do this, it was like my favorite moment in all 10 issues because, and I feel like it's in issue number 300, Dr. Mindbender, uh, basically says to uh, Serpentor Khan something to the effect of, uh, you want to detonate the zombie bomb? Are you crazy? And Genghis Khan's like, uh, I'm a clone of Genghis Khan. Uh, yeah, of course I'm crazy. 
You know, I I don't remember exactly how he said it, but it's kind of like, you know, I'm a guy who spent most of his life trying to conquer the earth. Anyone whose goal in life is to conquer the earth uh, probably isn't isn't all there. They don't think the same way as everybody else. They're probably not entirely stable. And uh, you chose me and you put me in charge. So, of course, I'm going to want to detonate a zombie bomb. You know, how could you not see that coming? This is just as much your fault as it is mine. And that's I really enjoyed that moment. And yeah, I mean, he, Dr. Mindbender, again, cape, no shirt and a monocle. Somebody who just dresses like that normally uh, probably isn't quite all there either because that just doesn't sound comfortable at all. But uh, yeah, that was uh, that was 300 among other G.I. Joe books. And, uh, you know, I went out into the podcasting world to see who else was talking about issue 300. And so far, I haven't found anybody else talking about it. I wanted to see what uh, other podcasters might have thought of this issue and couldn't find couldn't find anything. But again, I don't put a lot of time and effort into uh, my research. So I'm sure there's probably like three dozen episodes out there right now that I just uh, just couldn't bother finding. But before I let you all go, you know, with that said, with all that done, with everything said about G.I. Joe, before I let you go, I just want you all to know that um, I do have an, one more episode of of just another fanboy that's been recorded. I haven't uh, you know, edited it. I hate saying that word, edited it down yet. I'm not sure when I'll release it. Um, uh, basically, I just want to let everybody know that following episode number 300, I am not going to be doing much with just another fanboy for the rest of the year. Um, I've had some ideas on some stuff that I want to do that originally was going to be part of just another fanboy, but uh, I'm thinking, uh, I want to see, I want to try it a little differently. And I'm not going to announce what it is that I'm thinking about at this point, because uh, I'm not going to build any websites or create anything or, or, or release anything until into 2023, because I want to give myself all of December and maybe some of January to see if I can, you know, record some stuff, create some things and, and see, uh, see if I can do what I want to do first. But if, if I can, then uh, you're going to see a lot of neat stuff from me in 2023. And uh, for sure and for certain, you're still going to get episodes of Just Another Fanboy Presents, The Death and Return of Superman. Those will still come out every Thursday, providing that during the same week, 30 years ago, they released an issue during the, the Superman, Death of Superman event. Uh, you're still going to get episodes of the Superman Super Show, still recording those. Um, in fact, ish, uh, episode number 30 went out yesterday as this episode releases. So it, it came out Monday, November 28th. Uh, we have episodes 31, 32, 33, and 34 already recorded. And later this evening, if you're listening to this on Tuesday morning, uh, we'll be uh, getting together for another live stream, another. Uh, basically another episode of the Superman Super Show Live. This will be episode number 12, in which we're going to hopefully record four more episodes. So we're definitely good for December at this point. Uh, But it'll be nice to end November with basically enough episodes to get us through December and January. Because the, the, the plan there is that then we won't get together at all in December. 
to record any episodes. So in essence, I am really kind of shifting everything back to, to direct all my focus on this, this, uh, this, this, this new stuff that I, that I want to think about doing. And included in that is event or else. If you haven't seen my announcement online, I have decided to abandon the video show aspect of event or else. It's the one thing that's, that's holding me back as far as why it's taking me so long to get episodes out, why we haven't had an episode of event or else since April. But the, the newest episode of event or else is done. And, uh, my, if you're a member of my Patreon, you have it. It's the, it's just going to be an audio podcast going forward. It's going to have a slightly different format, uh, for the rest of season two, which is Crisis on Infinite Earths. Um, we still need to do issues nine, 10, 11, and 12. But the episode in which I look at issue number nine, it's done. Again, my patrons have it, but I'm not releasing it until I get the episodes for 10, 10, uh, issues 10, 11, and 12 done as well. And I'm, I'm on my way to, to, to getting those done as well. So again, so, uh, in 2023 at, at, at the very least, while you're still getting episodes of the death and return of Superman and the, the Superman super show where we're talking about golden age Superman, uh, you will get episodes, uh, dealing with issues nine, 10, 11, and 12 of crisis on infinite earths. You'll get those in 2023 hopefully right away in January. And then um, by that point, I will also hopefully be into uh, at least four episodes of ahead of season three of Event or Else, where uh, I'll be looking at Secret Wars number two. And I'm really excited that, you know, I made that decision to just abandon the, the video side of it because um, episodes are coming together much quickly much more quickly now. And, um, I'm, I'm just, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to, uh, finishing up crisis because though I've read that twice already, uh, maybe three times in the past, I honestly don't really quite remember how it all comes together in the end. So I'm looking forward to getting to the end of it finally. And then, uh, moving on to stuff like secret wars Two, um, legends and millennium over at DC. Uh, the Infinity Gauntlet and those that that come after it over at Marvel and just just going forward over there. So uh, keep an eye out for that. If you are a member of Stephen Says Stuff, the uh, free Substack newsletter, then you already know most of this as far as what's going on with Event or else because I put a big post out there last week and sent it out to all y'all on the Patreon on the and on the uh, the newsletter. So. If you're not subscribed to the Stephen Says Stuff newsletter, now is probably a good time to do it because anything that I may have to say about what's going on with the new stuff that I'm talking about doing that I haven't given you any more information about, the people who are going to hear that kind of stuff first will be my patrons. But of course, they pay at least a dollar a month to get that kind of information before anybody else, as well as episodes before anybody else. But then following those folks, uh, everybody who is subscribed to the newsletter, Stephen Says Stuff, will get that information as well. And then, you know, subscribing to that newsletter, uh, again, also gets you all the episodes. So you're not going to miss anything. You're not going to go, oh, Stephen's got something else going on, huh? And he's 16 issues, uh, 16 episodes into it already? How, how did I not know? Well, 
That's why you need to subscribe to that stuff because with the, uh, you know, with whatever's happening with Twitter, I, I'm still over there on the Twitter. Uh, I'm spending more time on Hive. You can find me on Hive on a, uh, with the same handle at Stephen or else. Don't spend a lot of time on Instagram or Facebook much anymore. And so, you know, most of my updates that I put out there um, would either come through just another fanboy, the podcast, or uh, through my Patreon and newsletter. And as I said, you're not going to get much out of just another fanboy over the next month or so. So, uh, yeah, you might want to do that, folks. List dot just another fanboy. Dot com. It is a Substack. It is free, and uh, you know what? You get a free digital ebook of uh, Norman, Oklahoma, the the adventures of Norman, Oklahoma. You get that for free just for signing up. Isn't that cool? That's about all I got for you, folks. You want to send me an email? Just another fanboy at gmail dot com. Again, Twitter and Hive at Stephen or else. You can find me there. Uh, I am on Instagram under the handle at Stephen or else. You can find me there as well if you need to reach out to me for any reason. Then, of course, there's the voice line. The number will be in the show notes. And uh, yeah, that's about it, folks. If you want to join the Patreon, you can do that as well. Patreon.com slash Stephen R. It only costs a dollar, dollar a month. And uh, you're getting all the stuff. Episodes before anybody else. Updates before anybody else. $12 a year. That's that's not a lot of money. but. Uh, this is it. This is my episode 300. Huzzah! Yippee! Woohoo! Champagne corks are popping and streamers are streaming and confetti's flying. There's, you can't see it, but there's just confetti just falling out of the ceiling with balloons and, and, and it's just crazy in here right now. The celebrations that's going on, it's just, it's just crazy. It's the, the, you know, the downside to audio. You can't see any of that, but it's going to take me a long time to clean all this up. So I guess I'll sign off. Normally I would tell you what's, what's coming up next and you know, I'll, I'll see you next time. But, uh, if you want to, if you want to, uh, keep listening to what I'm doing again, just another fanboy presents is still out there. Superman super show is still out there. This podcast is not going away. That's not what I'm saying, folks. I got one other episode that I made just go ahead and release in December because, you know, I don't really have to put any work into that. It's already recorded. And honestly, if I still feel up to, you know, there might be a week where I just go, you know what? I want to talk about this book. In fact, I just finished freaking Far Sector from DC Comics, the Green Lantern story about Sojourner Mullen and uh, just loved that book. And I do really want to talk about it. So you may get an episode in December from, you know, you may get two episodes of just another fanboy in December. It just, I'm just not going to focus on it. It's just not going to be my priority. It's going to be one of those things that if I, if I got a moment and I and I feel like putting something together, I'll put something together. But I, I'm not coming back full force until uh, sometime in 2023. Until then, folks, you know how it goes. My name is Steven, and I'm just another fanboy. Be nice to each other. <laughs>
Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park